unscripted. Each episode is available to view on YouTube, so be sure to check us out. You can also find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Thanks for listening and enjoy the show. As I'm riding up the street, a truck pulls off to the side of the road on the right-hand side. As I'm going slowly around that side, an arm comes out the side of the window, and at the end of the arm is my binder. What? And it was handed back to me. Just like that. Hey, how's it going? Welcome back to Saints Unscripted. I'm Taylor, and today we have a very special guest. This is Doug, uh, Doug Crockett. Doug, do you want to introduce yourself a little sure, bit? Sure, sure. Thank you, Taylor. Uh, Doug Crockett, I, uh, I'm working on a, a Miracles documentary series. It's called uh, Miracles When Heaven Touches Earth. It's on YouTube. Yeah. And uh, I've got 19 videos out there now. They're small. They're three to five minutes long, uh, so they're easy to, to see quickly. But it's just people's experiences when heaven gets involved and they recognize it. And I've had some wonderful experiences with individuals as we've talked about their experiences. And I put it out there, and it's been a wonderful enriching experience. And I appreciate all those who uh, go to that site, subscribe, and see those videos and share it. Awesome. And I appreciate the opportunity to visit with you about that uh, today. So thanks for inviting me. Yeah, perfect. So can you tell us a little bit more about that? Like, what? where did it start? What are you, what, what's your process? Well, it, it began when I was uh, a few years ago. I had my own personal experiences, some experiences with my, my family, my daughter. Uh, she had muscular dystrophy and then my own health issues. And I realized that Heavenly Father can do things to help us. Yeah. And uh, not all miracles are parting of the waters. Right. It's, it's whenever, I like to call it, whenever heaven moves in your behalf and you recognize it, that's a miracle. That is saying when, when Heavenly Father gets involved and helps you in what you're trying to accomplish. And so, um, as I was going through these experiences with my family, I would talk with other individuals about it, and I realized that I really enjoy visiting with people about their spiritual experiences because it helped them and it helped me to understand how does heaven work with me? How does he talk to me? How does he talk to you? What are your yeah. experiences? How do you know you're getting an answer or not? And what occurs? And, and not all of it is... Like I say, parting of the water. Right. So, so, you don't have to walk across the Red Sea on dry ground for right. it to be a miracle. No, no. It can be as big as that or as big, I like to say, as big as a healing, which is very big. Yeah. Or even as small as, oh, there's those spoon I was looking for. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Basically, if anything is of a concern to you, then heaven is interested in that. Yeah. So What you're saying is that a miracle is, is just basically any time that God reaches out to us. Right. And it could be anything as small as an answered prayer of, you know, you lost something right. and you find and you find it again after praying for it. And like I've I've definitely had that experience. Yeah, me too. Tons of times. Oh yeah. So in that sense, you know, anyone can experience a miracle. Absolutely. Right? Daily. Daily. I think it's it's when you make it a, a point to think about it and remember it, and I like to say write them down. It's kind of like you're, you're telling heaven and the universe saying, I'm present. I'm trying mm. to keep track of what's going on here. This is where I hope I can go, and this is where I'm aiming for it. And as you go along the process, every day, I try to make a little habit myself now when I go to bed at night, have a reminder, or I have a little journal that I keep. I write down three blessings that happened that day. So during the day, I just think. That's really cool. Actually, on my mission, um, 
I was like a year out and I was in this horrible area, <laughs> which it actually, happens. it actually turned into my favorite area because of this. But I, um, I met with a, I was super, I was going through a really rough time. And one of my zone leaders, he sat down with me and he told me that every night, instead of recording my progress and my success based mm. on the numbers that we were getting, he said, just keep a journal and write down all the miracles that you saw. That's so I did thing. that exact thing. And, and sometimes it was like, wow, it was negative 15 degrees and our car still started today that was you know and that was my Absolutely. my miracle Absolutely. for that day and it totally changed the way that i was looking at at my life at the missionary work and this area that was super hard and difficult actually became a very spiritually bonding experience where i, I came to know christ a lot during that time Absolutely. so, so that's a really cool Really cool it, thing there. It's kind of developing, as you've heard probably before, that attitude of gratitude. Yeah. So in the past eight or nine months, has your opinion or has your view of miracles changed at all, um, being exposed to all these people's experiences? Um, I won't say that it's changed. It's been increased. I've appreciated a, a greater perspective that when, when a miracle, when people are getting help, sometimes... The miracles are wonderful and you hear things or you maybe see some things and when I do talk with people I, I probably should say the way I like to do is when we start I always say let's start with a prayer because I want to have the right attitude mm. and I don't I don't want anything to be said in a flippant manner or or un um, spiritual or reverent manner yeah you want to take it seriously yeah so I think having the Holy Ghost with you in this discussion is, is crucial and so mm. if you act not correctly, then it goes away. So yeah. I try and have the right spirit with them. And they get yeah. nervous. They're like, I don't know what to say. And it has to be really big. It's like, no, it doesn't. But when you invite the spirit, it allows it to take over. Then it just takes over. And then you get comfortable. Then it's like, okay, let's talk about how what you're experiencing. What happened huh. with this situation? Oh, that's really cool. That made me feel good. And, and this is how I think about it. And it becomes a real... Just a wonderful spiritual dialogue between people, and I thoroughly enjoy that. That's really cool. Yeah. Have you noticed any patterns in the stories? It's interesting, yes. The pattern that I'm thinking of is, because it's true, sometimes when we're in a tough spot, or whatever that is, school, work, life, job, health, whatever it is, our prayers seem to elevate. And mm -hmm. so whenever people are in those kinds of situations, uh, they give more focus to it. The one that I'm thinking of, uh, she uh, was in a spot where it was just a great experience, and her health was fine, but she got sick one, one day to where she fell over and couldn't get up and then had to wake up. And what's going on here? And how am I not hurting because I fell pretty far? So yeah. it, there's some really experiences where they've had a lot of a groundwork of spirituality kind of there, and then something happens that makes me go, Heavenly Father, I need your help. In fact, I need it right now if you can get involved and help me. And then some things started to come out from that. And they would, some are big, some are little, uh, but they're, they're just wonderful because they said, Heavenly Father, step in and help me. Someone helped me lay down gently. I don't know who, but someone did. And I go, that's wonderful. Yeah. <laughs> I like that. that. I like to think of heaven in that way. It's not... Not everything, even if it's a vision, it's not necessarily all just stoic only. Okay, you be quiet. I'm going to teach you, so be quiet and listen. It's, I don't think it's like that. It's, it's a lot of lovingness involved in the process. And it's a family kind of a relationship. And so yeah. 
the spiritual experiences they're telling me uh, are not always just the dun-dun, big stuff. They are big. I think it's very yeah. big. But it comes in a very kind, loving, warm, gentle way. And it means something to them. And I appreciate when we can have the Spirit together, then I can feel it too. So really, the great blessing, I get to relive and experience those experiences they've had myself. And it just buoys me up. Yeah. Uh, that's really cool. Um, have you seen any, like, a, like an increase in miracles in your own life since doing this? Yes. Have the miracles increased because I've started this? I don't know if that's the answer so much as I've been more present yeah. and more cognizant. More aware. Yeah, I'm more aware. I'm writing it down and I'm trying to be more of a, this is what's happening to me and I'm thankful for it because I want God to know that I'm thankful for it. And then it starts to happen more often. You start to notice things happening more often. And it's, it becomes a relationship. And it's wonderful because I think that's more important than anything is our relationship with God. Yeah. It's not just the here's what you got to do, but let's work this through as we move forward. Let's, let's have a dialogue. Yeah. Throughout the day, throughout the week. Good days and bad days happen all the time. Yeah. And I think it's okay for God to know that. <laughs> yeah. And I think sometimes... We give God, you know, too much room. Like, we, you already know how my day is going, so we don't really open up personally about those kinds of things. That's a really good point. Um, whereas, like, he doesn't care so much, like, to, to hear about it, but he wants you to express that to him. It's not for his benefit, it's for yours, right? That's a good point. Well said. He already knows that, and that's fine. But when we voice it, we just say this... And I think it's okay to say this. This was really hard. I, I don't really even know that I like Oh, well, I didn't like that. That was tough. I, yeah. I, I'm sorry I had to go through that. It's kind of like when we say those things, it's not that uh, we're getting mad at God, albeit it's okay to do that too, I think. <laughs> we have those days. We're like, yeah, this is happens. rough. It happens. And if we just fake it all the way and say, oh, I'm fine, I'm fine, I'm fine. No, you can be honest. You know, this is really hard. I'm not throwing in the towel. I'm just right. saying it was hard. It sucked. <laughs> yeah. This is awful. That's a better way to put it. Yeah. <laughs> I agree. It's, it's kind of a, we come to those points of life and experiences as a decision point. You can go down this way, you can go this way. This way here says, uh, this is terrible. I don't like it. God, you don't know what you're doing, so I'm out. <laughs> Which is horrible. Or we yeah. go down, and that's pride. Yeah. I'm out. The faith side says, no, it was still tough. I mm -hmm. didn't like it. I'm frustrated. I don't get it. But I'm not throwing in the towel. Right. I'm staying with it. Yeah, and part of that, I think, is also acknowledging that not every bad thing is God's fault. It was even his will in, that, in the first place. It's not a punishment. No. It's, sometimes that's just life, and you're just dealing with it the best you can. And when you have that sort of dialogue, that's when you start inviting miracles into your life. Absolutely. And even if you're not inviting miracles into your life, you're at least in allowing yourself to be more uh, recept receptive, involved. You're saying, I'm present. I'm listening. Mm -hmm. I'm listening. Oh, okay. Then I'll, then I'll maybe say something. Yeah. And then Heavenly Father can do, as I like to think, come put his arm around you and say, I understand that. I'm not going to tell you, don't worry about it. That was easy because then you're deflating what I experienced. Yeah. But it's like, no, I understand that. And that's okay. And you go ahead and take a breath. 
I like to say, would you like a glass of orange juice? That's what I like to say. <laughs> it's a spiritual glass of orange juice. I love that. Orange juice is the best. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's so sometimes when we're having those things, sometimes it's, you want to just say, I already know the answers. I get that. But just, this has been rough on me. This has been hard. And all he, and he just comes up and gives you one of these. Says, Sit down. Just, you're okay. I love you. Just have a seat. Yeah. And I'll give you a glass of orange juice and let's just relax and talk for a minute. And sometimes that glass of orange juice comes in the form of just a peaceful Absolutely. night's sleep, a good feeling. Or sometimes it's, you know, an answered prayer. Yeah. It happens more often than I and I'm sure others realize. Yeah. For it's sure. like he's talking to you all the time. Am I hearing it? Not all the time. You just got to be... And open your ears a little bit sometimes. Maybe open your eyes. You're exactly right. Um, so for those people out there who uh, who feel like they don't see a lot of miracles in their life, um, what would you say to them so that they can begin to see more miracles? Absolutely. Like how do you invite miracles into your life? I love that. Thank you for asking. It's When I first started this process, I talked with some people in my neighborhood and I says, I'm going to make this video and I want you to participate with me. And I asked some people that I knew we could probably do this. I said, all I want you to do for the next week is write down what you notice. Just tell me anything that you notice that when heaven moves in your behalf, big, small. And so I try and tell them, we think of miracles as all the big stuff. That's fine. But I think it's also the little things, whenever your prayers are answered. And so you just say in your prayers to Heavenly Father, I'm going to pay attention more. And to show that, every night before I go to bed or during the day or whenever you decide to do it, I'm going to write down what's happened. And even if I'm ready to go to this level, as soon as it happens, I'm going to write it down. And so when you start to do that and you realize, oh, this was good. Oh, that was pretty good. Things you never noticed before. A good yeah. day, a bad day, the good weather or not. You start writing this down, then it gets bigger and bigger and more involved, and you realize a lot's been going on that I haven't noticed prior. Hmm. And I feel like that is kind of a kind of an Alma thirty two process where it by doing that it actually begins to grow your own faith absolutely in miracles themselves. And uh, like I was saying earlier with my my experience writing them down on my mission, like that strengthened my relationship with God a ton yeah. like tenfold yeah uh it was like the difference between coming home and staying out on my mission you know and uh and wow. my relationship with with god and with jesus christ was always uh like we were saying earlier it feels more like a um like a partnership like you have a dialogue throughout the week and i think that like if you want a stronger relationship with your heavenly father try looking out for all these little miracles everywhere, and then you'll see how close he actually is. Well said. That's exactly right. The experience that I did want to share, it came to me when you were talking, and I was thinking, should I or should I not? But I had an experience on my mission too. A lot of them happens there. It's interesting. I, the plan was I had a binder, and my parents had a binder, and they were identical. Hmm. And the thing was, I wrote my letters out of this binder, sent them home, and then my mother would write letters out of her binder, send them to me. And then she would collect all my letters. I collect all her letters. At the end of my mission, we would just swap binders. So here's your <laughs> journal. So that was a great idea. So I just started on my mission. And I'd only been out, oh, maybe even a week. So there's a little bit of homesickness still happening as I was getting myself situated. Yep. I took the binder. We went to go do our laundry. 
and uh, I went in the laundromat, I was doing my laundry, I was writing up some letters as I was the laundry was going when the laundry was finished. I put it all back away and put it in the car and we drove back to our apartment. I got back to the apartment and I couldn't find my, I thought, well, I'll finish my letters and I can't find my binder anywhere. Oh no. What happened to my binder? Yeah. So as you can imagine, I put my laundry, I put my binder on top of the car. I put my laundry in the car. No. And we drove away. So. Oh gosh. And to add more to this story, there was a monsoon that afternoon. It had already rained. Oh my gosh. So because it had already rained, um, my prayers were different. It's like, Heavenly Father, not only do I want you to help me to find it, I need you to preserve it. Keep it intact. Somehow. And I, Heavenly Father, it's already rained. So go back in time and fix that. Reverse the effects. Right. That's crazy. So I prayed like crazy. And my prayers were really interesting because when I went to bed that night, my prayers were still, help me to find my binder. But I'd already driven back. I went looking for it on the road. Maybe it's wet. I couldn't find it. But I remember in the evening time, I was able to just finally say, Heavenly Father, you know how to take care of this. And I don't. So I'm just going to know that you're going to take care of it. Somehow put it back in my hands. And that calmed me. I remember I just felt better. I thought, okay. Yeah, it was new for me. Went to sleep. Everything's fine. And the next morning, went and did normal mission stuff, the morning routine, go out and do proselyting, whatever. But in the afternoon, went to the where you got your mail, you had to go to the mail, the, the post office. It was a small little town. Yeah. So I went to the post office. Yeah. I had one of those. <laughs> yeah. So pulled it out. There was a letter from my folks, and there it was on the right paper. I was like, oh, I know what to do with this, but I don't know. Where my... Again, another prayer. Please just bring it back to me because I don't know what else to do at this point. Went outside, got back on my bike, started riding up the street. As I'm riding up the street, a truck pulls off to the side of the road on the right-hand side. I'm carefully going around it because I don't want him to open the door and throw me into the street. Fair enough. So as I'm going slowly around that side, an arm comes out the side of the window, and at the end of the arm is my binder. What? And it was handed back to me. Just like that. Do you know who this person was? Yes, I do. He was the bishop of the first ward in the town that I was serving in. And he said, is this yours? And I said, how did you get this? And his story was this lady was driving down the road and saw this binder on the side of the road and decided to pick it up. She opened it up and my name was in there and it said Elder Doug Crockett. She was not a member of the church, but she knew that there were a lot of LDS people in that town. So she goes to the phone book, looks up the church, finds the first bishop she can find in there and calls him. Do you know this guy? That's crazy. <laughs> so... And, it's, and so he handed it back to me, and there's even a little piece more to that. I told that story on my mission to somebody that I was teaching, and her eyes got really big. And then she said to me, I'm the one that found your binder. No way. So, what? An incredible experience. <laughs> that, how, how long after the fact was that were you teaching her? Uh, three months. Wow. Three months later, I told that story, talking about how Heavenly Father will answer our prayers. And she was just like, whoa. That is so cool. And it just goes to show, like, that's another thing, is that sometimes miracles are carried out by other people around us. All the time. All the time. All the time. Everything we do is a miracle to help someone else. I agree completely. 
Wow, that's amazing. Well, great experiences. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for coming on and sharing that. Um, if yes. anybody has any miracle experiences that you would like to share, um, this is an ongoing documentary series. He'd love to interview you to make a video. So what we would email, they would email you. Yes, it's at, at uh, miraclesproject20 at gmail.com. That's right. You can contact me through uh, YouTube as well. I get comments on there as well. So anyone that wants to talk about any kind of experience that they've had, I'm more than happy. I'll come to you. I have the equipment and we'll do a, we'll do a video. It's wonderful. Yeah. Go check them out on YouTube and on Facebook. And uh, yeah. yeah. And it doesn't even have to be a big miracle. It's little things. Little things everywhere. They're all big. It's wonderful. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks a lot. See ya. Thank Thanks for listening. If you want to watch our videos, check us out on YouTube or shoot us a message on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter.